Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Good Friday. Yeah, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast, the final one of the week, would you believe? Well, you would because it's Friday. That's how it works, Monday or Friday. Anyway, we start with a few questions. They are, can Scotland beat England at this summer's Euros? Of course, no. Will Liverpool make the top four in the Premier League? Of course, no. And can the Reds win the Champions League again this season? Well, I hope not. Anyway... Let's ask Liverpool legend Kenny Dalglish. King Kenny was on The Breakfast Show, would you believe, with Alan Brazil and Ali McCoist. When have you ever been happy drawing Real Madrid? I know. You were happy to draw Real Madrid because you miss Bayern Munich and you miss Man City. Mm. And they two get each other if they get through in the semi-final. If they can beat Real Madrid, they could go all the way to the final. The final just happens to be in one of the greatest moments in Liverpool's history. The Atatürk Stadium in Istanbul. Liverpool are kings of Europe. 21 years on, they come of age again. They surround Jersey Dudek. Have you given up? Um, it's probably, yeah, it's probably a stupid question. I was going to say, have you given up on top four? Because it's not impossible Liverpool can go on a run. No, they won't give up on anything. They'll just keep going and get with as much as they possibly can from the season. Um, but the longer the season goes, the better chance you have of getting some of the centre-backs back fit. I don't know what the state of progress is with them, with their fitness. But if they get through, say, against Real Madrid, then I don't know what the position would be with Van Dijk for, for the semi-finals if they got that far. Um, no, they'll not give up and try to get in the top four. They'll keep going. Do you think this Scotland team, do you think they can upset England maybe at the Euros? What, and get a draw? (laughs) (laughs) They can upset them more than that, by the way, they can beat them. (laughs) Rangers have won the league for the first time in a decade, champions for a record 55th time. It's a first honour as manager for Steven Gerrard. Steven knows how big it is. And he, he keeps preaching it to the to the players and everybody else how important it is and how, how big the club is. Listen, Stephen, Stephen will be hugely successful in management wherever he goes and whatever decision he wants to make uh, will be the right one for Stephen. I'm sure if he was to go for Ibrox, there would be a few tears. Reports suggest Eddie Howe is the leading contender to become the next Celtic manager. 
Simon Jordan, of course, rubbished the idea, typical. Jason Cundy said that Howe's stock is higher than Celtic, but here's the former Hoops midfielder, Stylian Petrov. He feels Howe would be a good fit. I think he's a, a young, modern manager. He's what I know from Eddie and what I've heard uh, about him. He's very positive. He's very calm. He's a very good communicator. He challenges players. And the most important, he does most of the coaching as well. He does probably 90% of the coaching through the week, uh, which is important. He's a, a very attacking-minded uh, football coach. If you look at his history, he plays very attacking system, 4-4-2 or 4-4-1-1. He's very detail-orientated uh, manager who likes to analyse. He likes to challenge players. He likes to make sure that when he challenges players, they will develop. I'm not sure that he has the capability to manage at that level. I'm not convinced that because he managed very well at Bournemouth is a necessary shoe-in that he'll manage at Celtic. But then on the flip side of that argument, I look at who's gone there over the years... And I certainly think with the greatest respect in the world that Eddie Howe is a better coach than Neil Lennon. I have mixed emotions about it. I don't think it would be a bad appointment. But I'm I'm not jumping up and down saying, wow, that's the appointment. I think his stock's pretty high. I mean, I get... I get if his, it stock happened, will, his stock will be higher on the back of winning the league with Celtic and taking them into the Champions League, yeah, but, wouldn't it? Yeah, but... In, in Europe, all they have to do, all they have to do to be considered a success is get out the group of the Champions League. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's that would be considered success. Oh, there you go. But, look, it may well appeal to him. It's a massive opportunity for him. And I think who he is as a person and then what he stands for in football, he's a footballing guy. And I think... Yeah. And he's young as well. So he'll relate to the... The fans will love him because he'll just bring a different... His culture to the club and he'll buy into the Celtic culture too which is going to be a match made in heaven. Just looking up on our monitor now, yeah. there's actually a photo. There's a, there's a, An image of Roy. Yeah, of Roy Hodgson. So his contract's up in the summer. He's done a, he's done a brilliant job. I think I would job. want to stay in the Premier League. The Crystal Palace is a, is a nice project, I think. It's one of those jobs that I think has got a little okay, bit of Okay, okay, but then let me play devil's advocate then, mm. right? If mm. you go to Palace, mm. what are you gonna, what, what's success for Palace? Mid-table? Celtic, you can win stuff. Eddie Howe needs to become a winner. Yeah, but it's like winning an egg race, isn't it? Now, who is at fault for the England goal conceded to Poland? And England architects of their own downfall there. John Stones raises a hand of apology. He's attempted to dribble out. It was disastrous what he was attempting to achieve. Well, it was actually the goalkeeper, Nick Pope. And here's Jason Cundy and Jamie O'Hara to tell us why. First of all, we had a throw in in the attacking third. We went sideways, sideways, backwards, back to the keeper. When we could have we could have kept the ball moving in the attacking third. Didn't need to go back to Pope. But when we went back to Pope, that means Harry Maguire then having to run backwards towards their own goal. And Nick Pope just passes him a ball with his left foot, which was just a nothing pass. There was no fault in it. There was no, can John Stones receive this and play to someone straight away as he already had a look. John Stones had to go back to the pass and, you know and, and deal with it. Pope has played himself out of any starting England team for me after last night. His goalkeeping abilities are not in question, but his feet, when you need... The modern game now, the goalkeeper needs to be able to use his feet. He looked a fish out of water last night. He, you could, he was exposed badly. And the goal, even though Stones, and I'm, Stones is at fault, he played a part in this, Pope. The pass wasn't particularly great. And I think Stones, had they had Edison behind him, I think he probably gives the ball back to Pope. And the fact that he doesn't, I think set tells you that he doesn't trust him. Now a 91st minute goal saw England's under-21s fail to make it out of their European Championship group. We'll hear from Jason Cundy and Danny Mills on a disastrous campaign for the Young Lions, but we kick off with Simon Jordan, who ripped into the boss, A.D. Boothroyd. You are occupying 
one of the elite roles in English football. Okay, you are responsible for the tier below the first team of excellence. Why are you in that job? Because your career previous to that didn't give any indication of excellence. Right. So there's an element of jobs for the boys, faces fitting. He's not fit for that job. Should be doing much better. Uh, I, I think it's it's almost embarrassing. Um, you know, last campaign were really really poor this time they've gone out in the group stages uh, again you know only one win I think in in those last six games you know I, I went through the team that when I played and, and mo- it, when you've got really good players a lot of them jump the under 21s and go straight into the senior team you didn't lose every single one of them there's a reason why we haven't won this for 37 years and there's a reason that we've not progressed as much as we thought we would and, and part of that is because our primary aim is to get players through to gareth and that's what we've done and when he came out and said my job is to get people into the senior squad no it's not it's to it's to help them that's part of your job is to give them a pathway and understanding but i went through the senior team Pope hasn't played any under-21 football. Kyle Walker never played under A.D. Boothroyd. Only had sort of seven caps. Foden is, yes, he's one of those. Mason Mount only played four games. You can't tell me A.D. Boothroyd got Mason Mount ready for the England first team in, in four games. So that's a bit of a nonsense, yeah. saying that that's, that's just his job. The shot from distance, and it's into the top corner by Bradaric. Disaster for England in stoppage time. The brief that he's been allowed to have is based upon an excuse culture of as long as I produce players which are already pre-produced, they're already domestic successes, as long as I hold court with the media, have a training camp once every two or three months when the 21s get together, and these players that would probably already get into the first team without the 21s, his job as a success, and probably half a million pound a year he gets paid for doing it, is a justified expenditure. It's nonsense, Jim. I've got no agenda against Eddie Boothroyd. But let's be clear, this is not good enough and we can turn around and say oh we nearly did it well we shouldn't have been in that position he's not going to resign and you know you could argue and make a case why should he it's fair enough but he won't be getting a new contract I'm afraid to say that because he has failed and it's miserable not just not just come close at the post you know mm. failed miserably Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta has been speaking to TalkSport ahead of their game with the Liverpool on game day, which is live on TalkSport. And the Spaniard believes Klopp's side are still one of the best teams in the Premier League despite a tricky season so far. I don't know. I know they want to analyse what has gone wrong for them. I can talk about what they've done and what they're still producing. I've seen a lot of games and uh, and the stats will support that. They are, if not the best, the second teams in almost every department that us, like coaches, uh, have to analyse. Oh, it's been a huge mistake by Alisson, who's going to tangle. And Vardy's going to run it through and score. It's 2-1. And Leicester City have come from behind to lead against the champions after another mishap for Alisson. Then this is football and the ball has to be in that net the final action has to provide uh, a moment to win a football match and then you have some individuals that dictate as well the quality of your team and um, and sometimes you cannot predict those things so I think it's a lot of things now the West Brom boss Sam Allardyce has been speaking to TalkSport's Tom Ross Jonathan's brother ahead of their match against Chelsea live and only on TalkSport I don't know why I'm shouting that bit anyway Tom started by asking Big Sam how he plans to breach the best home defence in the league at Stamford Bridge. Normally, um, it's us playing counter-attacking football, uh, playing quick, sharp, forward passes to maybe exploit the spaces that uh, Chelsea will leave. If we spend too much time slowing it down, passing sideways and backwards, they will come 
and do a high press and take the ball off us. So it's really about that, about moving the ball forward quickly as possible and, and exploiting the spaces they will undoubtedly leave by when they're attacking and pushing men forward. Furlong will send this flying in long towards Barkett, the near post. He wins the header and then Jan smacks it over the top on the volley from six yards out. We must start converting chances because our chance ratio and our creation ratio has massively improved. Our final third entries have gone up massively in the, in the last 10 games or so and we've increased all those opportunities in the box and people have said outside of it and I've listened to them well they don't create enough chances well the answer to that is they are absolutely totally and utterly wrong yes we do but we don't hit the target and we don't score now this is Colton Cole making his sports bar debut alongside Adam Catchell on my show Andy Goldstein sports bar Monday Thursday from 10pm I hope they didn't ruin the show I think that what needs to happen, I think it's quite simple, a culture change in English football. I think it's more simple than we maybe give credit for, but I think we should have, from the youth level in FA and the professional sports teams, Chelsea, the academies, what I would do is, from a very, very young age, is have compulsory language lessons for all of them. So let them choose Spanish, German, French, whatever you want, but from a very young age. And then when you look at like the likes of the French team and the Spanish team, but especially the French team that won the World Cup, they're playing all across Europe, but our players never are. The culture has definitely changed from those days, like when it was back in the day, when even when I wanted to go on loan to Inter Milan when I was at Chelsea one time, and I got told by... The England set up at that time that if I left the country, then I wouldn't be um, getting watched for international football. Also, I was before I went to West Ham, I was I had an option to go to I think it was Spartak Moscow at the time, and then I phone I was in the England under twenty ones back then, and um, I got told the same thing: if you go leave the country and play it in another league, then you won't be watched um, for getting back into the England side or anything like that. So you don't have no aspiration. Now that's nearly it for another podcasty thing. Let me tell you about some live football are coming your way today on Friday the 2nd of April. Good Friday. Game day begins at 1pm. It's live with Adrian Durham. He'll be at Bournemouth against Middlesbrough. And of course, he'll be keeping you up to date with all the goals as they go in from the EFL. At 3pm, you can hear Watford against Sheffield Wednesday. That's in the Championship, live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. Followed by Barnsley against Reading. And at 8pm, it's Birmingham against Swansea, also live on TalkSport 2. Then on Saturday, game day returns at half past 12. You can hear live exclusive commentary of Chelsea against West Brom. Also live and exclusive on TalkSport, you can hear Leicester against Man City. And that's followed by Arsenal against Liverpool. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Drive today on TalkSport from 5pm, not 4, alongside my Friday husband, Darren Ben. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing Monday morning, it says here. Mon- it says Monday morning. I'm not sure if producer Tom realises it's a bank holiday, but we'll wait and find out. My guess is Tuesday, but no, I'm being told Monday, Monday, it's going to come out Monday morning. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.